It's science. What is going on, CrossFitters? This is Justin Romare, your host of CBG Radio. Here at Consistency Breeds Growth, we help CrossFitters perform, look, and feel more confident in their own skin without tracking macros. We have a special offer just for you. We can guarantee that you start to look and feel like a CrossFitter in four short weeks or your money back. Ditch the fad diets, quit tracking every gram of food, and let us help you get the results that you deserve without tracking macros. Enjoy the podcast. Science. All right. What's up, CrossFitters? Coach Justin here, the WAD Nutritionist, live on the podcast. Here at CBG, we help you lose body fat, build muscle, and crush your WADs without tracking macros. I'm super excited. We just hired two more coaches. We just keep growing. It's insane. So now we have, I believe, 11 total coaches. All of the coaches here at CBG are full-time meaning like this is the way they make their income, their livelihood, and they're committed to changing your life, which is awesome. I'm happy with the way that it's the program is built and what we've done. And so, yeah, super exciting. We hired two more coaches headed into the new year as we anticipate. More people are going to want to help, want help, you know, as we go into 2024. So super exciting stuff. I'm super excited. Today is my five-year anniversary also. Married five years, flew by, and um, yeah, yeah, Rebecca, my wife, uh, and I are super pumped, so I'm excited. This obviously is going to come out after our anniversary, you know, so it won't, when you're listening, this won't be our anniversary anymore, so it's good. Five years of marriage, I recommend it, best thing I've ever done. So today's topic is going to be around five of the most horrible things that you can do with your CrossFit Nutrition. If you're looking to lose body fat, build muscle, and crush your watts, right? So if those are your goals, these are five things you probably should not, I repeat, should not be doing, right? We don't want to be doing these things if we want to get long-term results, right? So the first is intermittent fasting. This is a horrible, horrible idea. I'm going to go through why, but if you want a more detailed podcast on this, I think it's four or five episodes back, I went through all the reasons why intermittent fasting is horrible for CrossFitters and you shouldn't do it. Uh, To summarize that, um, fasting usually leads to overeating at the wrong times and it leads to overeating the wrong foods, which is binge eating. And so basically intermittent fasting is binge eating without a plan, right? And so... Although there are some benefits to intermittent fasting, right, especially for people that are very sick on the sick health continuum, right, meaning like the amount of weight that they need to lose is so much, any way that they can do it is probably healthier than being at the current weight that they are. And so intermittent fasting may be a solution for them, right? For for most of us that are looking to lose maybe like 30 pounds, 20 pounds, maybe less than that, want to build some muscle, crush our wads, you know, the intermittent fasting is not going to be a long-term solution right? Uh, Or even a short-term solution. Fasting usually leads to us like not eating enough throughout the day, right? Because we're restricted with the times we can eat. And so therefore we uh, overeat at night. And guess what? When you don't eat enough throughout the day, you make terrible choices with food when you do have the opportunity to make a food choice, right? And so uh, it cultivates binge eating, it cultivates overeating and a horrible relationship with food. And I don't recommend it for anybody, right? Also, Tell me how likely you guys think it is for you to get in enough protein when you're intermittent fasting. So let's say you don't eat till 12, right? You eat 12 to 8. 
how likely is it that you get intermittent that that in that intermittent fasting window you get in enough protein? Pretty unlikely. It's hard enough for us to get in the protein quantities we need when we're intermittent fasting. And so guess what? Although intermittent fasting is promoted out there for being a great tip or great tool for weight loss, it's also a great tool to lose muscle. Congratulations. We don't want to lose muscle, right? This is like the worst thing that could ever happen, right? I would say gaining weight kind of sucks. You're like, oh, I'm gaining weight. I'm gaining fat. Sucks. You know what's worse? Losing muscle. Losing muscle is worse by far takes way longer to build muscle than it does to lose body fat, right? And so we never want to lose muscle. Keep in mind that games athletes don't fast, right? They don't, like they can't. And so we want to look like games athletes, right? Like I would love to look like a games athlete, right? I want to always strive to try to get there and continue to improve myself, right? But, you know, I have to keep in mind like, okay, that's what they're doing. They're doing this, they're doing that. And one thing they're not doing, I could tell you right now is intermittent fasting. They're definitely fueling enough for the wads and making sure they have enough food, eating enough throughout the day, getting in good quantities of protein in part. That's why they look the way that they do. Right. So this is number one. If you want to wreck your chances of never reaching your goals of losing body fat, building muscle and crushing your wads, then intermittent fast. It's a great way. Next tip right? Or thing that you probably is going to sabotage you if you're not doing it is if you're not taking creatine. Creatine is the most studied performance supplement out there. Do you want to build strength? Do you want to have better cognitive function? Do you want to push harder at the end of Metcons? Um, Do you want to recover more easily? Then you should be taking creatine, right? It's probably the best supplement for CrossFitters. If I had to pick one supplement, it's like, man, what's the best supplement for CrossFitters? it'd be creatine, 100%. Five grams daily, take it consistently. It takes two to three weeks to saturate the muscle. You're not going to get bloated on it. I think I did a podcast on creatine too. If not, I will do. I will debunk every single myth about creatine that you guys believe out there and um, you know, give you some more optimism as to why you should be taking it and taking it consistently. So this is the second thing, right? Third, you're wrecking your chances of crushing your rods, losing body fat, and building muscle if you're not drinking or eating intra-workout carbs, right? Having a liquid um, carbohydrate, so it could be Gatorade, it could be dextrose powder. You could easily bring like some dates with you to the gym or something that also is super quick digesting like a white bread and jelly sandwich, like something that is going to give you a little bit of an extra push at the end of the workout, right? Uh, having a fast digesting carb like this between maybe like the strength or like if you could do a skill EMOM and then you're going to do a wad after if you have in between is going to allow for your body to start the recovery process and make sure you can push harder in the Metcon portion, right? Intra-workout carbs is like the greatest hack ever and you'll know exactly when you do it. Like you'll be like, holy crap, like Justin, he was right. Like I feel way better going into the wad. Like this is insane, right? Just getting a little taste of those sweet, delicious, sugary, um, high, high, di- uh, quickly digesting carbohydrates when they hit the tongue. I mean, it's, it's legit. Um, so drink or eat 30 to 60 grams every workout. This is what I would recommend, right? Some of you may even do more if you're, um, if you have like long sessions, like two plus hour sessions, like you might need even more, 
you know, some of our games athletes do candy, pop tarts, and crustables, Gatorade. Gatorade also has sodium in it, which is great. It's a great electrolyte. We lose it through our sweat. It's helps, you know, muscle contractions and helps the firing of muscles. And so sodium is really good. Um, dates have potassium, potassium also do the same thing across the action potential. So I think, you know, incorporating some stuff like this is good, but make sure the carbs are there. Super, super important. The fourth thing. So you're wrecking your chances of crushing your wads, losing body fat and building muscle. If you're not getting in enough protein guys, you heard me say this so much, and I'm just going to keep telling you because so much of us out there are thinking we're doing everything we can, but we're not being consistent enough hitting our protein goal. When like that could literally be like, if you just do that, like you're going to be, you're, you're going to be so much better. You're going to feel better. You're going to keep the muscle. You're going to feel strong. You're going to start getting leaner. It's just the freaking best hack I can give you guys. So not getting in enough protein. So 0.7 to one gram per pound of body weight. Um, don't expect to see results immediately, but protein is the most important macronutrient if you're doing four to five watts per week. So you need to take it and take it. It's literally like a drug. Like it's a hell of a drug. Like you should be eating close to your body weight and protein every day. Right. So make sure you're getting in enough daily. I mean, that's all I can really say, and I'll keep bringing through the point. Um, there's so many different things you can do out there to get your protein quantities. Put some effort and time into figuring out what a day, just one day looks like for you to hit your protein quantity with snacks and meals and protein shakes. You know, it's not too hard if you put your mind to it, all right? So that's the, uh, that's the fourth thing. The fifth thing. All right, here we go, guys. You ready? You're wrecking your chances of crushing your wads, losing body fat, and building muscle. If you're tracking every single gram of food that you eat, don't we have enough stress in our lives? Like, don't we have enough stress? You guys want to add more stress of tracking every gram all the time? Like every piece of gum you chew, like every piece of lettuce you eat, like this is insane. It's a great start. Don't get me wrong. Like it's going to help you bring like more food awareness, like and create more food awareness for yourself. But like tracking every single macronutrient you eat in my fitness pal, bringing a scale to a restaurant is not a healthy relationship with food. Like I just don't care what anybody says. It's just not. And so our program is obviously built to help you use tracking as a tool and then quit tracking, right? Like that's the whole idea. And we build out our blueprints to help you get there um, that help you actually create habits and not tracking three numbers like Tetris in my fitness pal. It's unbelievable. But like, it's a great start. So those of you just starting, I don't want to discourage you. Keep going. Do it for a month or two till you build the skills. <clears throat> and then hit us up for our free macro cheat sheet and no, not, no tracking macros guide. Just shoot me a DM on Instagram and I can get it to you guys. But yeah, I think stressing about every single gram of food you eat is definitely keeping you from reaching your, your goals long term. You know? So we have lots of free guides, guys. Go ahead and DM me on Instagram or on Facebook, wherever you can find me, and we will send over a free guide that's going to help you reach some of these goals. We may need to ask you a couple questions about like what your goals are, you know, because we don't want to send you a guide for like something that makes no sense for you. So yeah, just shoot over a message. We are going to transition into our nutrition for time segment where I ask you guys questions or you, sorry, you guys ask me questions. I don't need to ask you guys any questions. It, about nutrition, right? And how you can improve and in, in a variety of ways of maybe in which you're struggling, right? So we're going to go through our nutrition for time segment where I'm going to take a couple of questions from the week that you guys asked. But first I want to go over our sponsor for the show and a sponsor of CBG Violet Coffee. Violet Coffee is um, a coffee company that provides, in my 
personal opinion, the best coffee that I've ever had. It's so, so good. They create it fresh. They deliver it straight to your door. They have like 20 flavors. It's like, it's insane, you know, and they have popular favor flavors and things like that. I personally like the pumpkin right now because we're in that time of season. I'm probably going to transition to the cowboy. It's a different flavor they have because pumpkin season is ending soon, but they're just great people too. You know, small business, just like grinding, like trying to also, you know, I, and I'll do a podcast specifically on caffeine and like the importance for CrossFitters, but you, caffeine is like the single handed most greatest pre-workout that you can take. Like there's nothing better, you know, and it's in a lot of pre-workout supplements, but coffee itself like has caffeine and obviously, you know, so give them a, get, go, go ahead and, and give them a shout. Um, violetcoffee.com go ahead and order use code CBG for 10% off at checkout. Now let's go through you guys three questions. Okay. Got a couple, got a couple rippers in here. I'm hoping that, um, gives some clarity for you guys, gives you guys some better understanding. So what do you think about the meat and fruit diet? Okay. Meat and fruit diet. So let's see. This is heavily promoted by Ryan Fisher, from my understanding. Guy's jacked. He's ripped. Looks good. I can guarantee you he's not just eating meat and fruit. <laughs> so let, let's put that, like, if you heard this from Ryan Fisher, R- Ryan Fisher knows he's not eating meat and fruit only, right? So, so, and if he says, I don't know if he's actually promoting that you should, you should just eat meat or, or, or fruit only. But he certainly is not eating just meat and fruit only. I can guarantee you that. Maybe most of his diet is meat and fruit, which is a good thing. That's great. But I can tell you right now, not all of it. You know, not all of it's meat and fruit. And so don't even represent or associate that meat and fruit got him the way he looks. Like that didn't get him the way he looks right now, right? It's not. That's BS. He's probably having other forms of carbohydrates and things necessary. He trains like his life is training. So if you heard this from him, then... um yeah, he's not even doing that. It's kind of like a lot of macro coaches like, hey, track every gram of food you eat, but your coach isn't even tracking every gram of food they eat because it's unsustainable and not practical, right? So keep this in mind, right? There's a lot of good in- nutrition information out there, but may not be good information for you, okay? Um, so ideally, yes, if we could eat just meat and fruit, excellent. It has pretty much all the micronutrients and vitamins that we would need. It's a great way to get in the, the right protein quantities. Um, you're probably going to be pretty low on fat if you have a diet like this, which is not good for overall hormone health and central nervous system drive. However, maybe you could supplement in some of that and and have some fats here and there. So I would say this is like a worse form of paleo. Like this isn't sustainable. It's not sustainable to just do meat and fruit. That's ridiculous. Like you can't just eat that the rest of your life, right? And uh, in an ideal world, like, yeah, of course, like, hey, just eat meat and fruit. This is great. But I mean, do you want to conform to that level of restrictedness? Like, is that possible for you? Like, ask yourself these questions. Like, are you never going to have a pizza again? Like, what? No. So I don't think it's sustainable for most people. You want to give it a try. I think it's it's good. It's a great way to uh, see how your body responds. Keep in mind that your body probably will respond positively to this because you're probably not, you're probably eating a lot of junk right now and then you're eliminating that junk. And so it's not a fact, a matter of fact that you're eating a meat and fruit diet is that you eliminated all this other stuff. And so I, what I would recommend first is eliminate some of that other stuff, you know, you're not supposed to be having, and then have a whole diet with like whole grains and starches and meat and fruit too, right? That's good. And then see how that works for you first, for you decide to go freaking, you know, 
death con all the way to just meat and fruit. So this is a worse form of paleo. I don't recommend it, um, at least not for the long term. If you do do it, kind of like dry January, make sure you have an exit strategy. So what are you going to do after you do a meat and fruit diet for a month? You're going to slowly introduce back in this and that. You don't want to go crazy and start binging everything. Um, that's kind of what people do with the dry January. They start drinking alcohol and then they don't have an exit strategy, right? Whereas like me this year, what I did was like, I'm just going to have one drink every weekend. Like, okay, that's good. That's a good exit strategy. And I, I apply to it and it works. So have an exit strategy if you do this, right? So that's question number one. Good question. Second question. Since I started CrossFit, the scale is going up. Um, what do I do about this? Okay. This can happen. This can definitely happen. The reason that the scale is going up for you is because you are, you're gaining muscle, which is like really great, right? It's really great. Like the, the, I, I, I can't think of anything composition wise that would help you look better overall for the long term, help you get stronger, more functional, like everything than building muscle. It's, it's like awesome. So, but what you're also probably doing is you're probably putting on some body fat as well. And it's feeling kind of uncomfortable for you to look at the scale and see a number maybe you haven't seen in a while or maybe haven't seen ever. Right. And so this is why CrossFit nutrition is so different than just like nutrition for somebody like doing something else is because a lot of us are lifting weights for the first time. We're doing heavier weights than we ever have. We're doing new movements we haven't done in our entire life, even in our you know, teens and twenties, we didn't do this stuff. And now we're doing it in our thirties and forties, you know? So, you know, you're going to build muscle. You're hitting in ranges of motion. You're, you know, going to absolute fatigue. You're, you know, applying progressive overload and linear progressions and doing back squats at weights that are over your body weight. Now it's amazing, right? It's great. But maybe you feel a little uncomfortable with what the scale says or how your body is looking, right? This is why where the nutrition comes in. Just because you do CrossFit doesn't mean you can just eat however much you want. So a lot of people's metabolic rate increases when they build muscle and their body demands more food. And so it makes us very hungry, ravenous. We want to eat more. We haven't eaten this much. And we kind of, some of us, I think we go a little bit overboard. We're eating the wrong things. We're not eating enough protein. Like some of these things that are going to allow for us to build mostly muscle and limit the body fat, right? That we put on as we see the scale go up. And so keep in mind that just because you do CrossFit doesn't mean you're going to look like you CrossFit. You actually have to focus on the nutrition side and like, that's the biggest lever that you can do to change your body composition. You know what I mean? So focus on like, yeah, maybe you're hungrier because you're doing CrossFit, your metabolic rate's increasing, but focus on maybe adding in not just more food, but more protein. Like, yeah, more food, but more protein, right? So think about it in that way. And I'm hoping the scale starts to change and improve in the right direction for you. If it is truly a scale weight thing that, that you want to change, but I think probably more importantly, it's your body composition changing in a positive way. So I hope that happens for you as well. So that was question two. Question three, do you think games athletes are on steroids? I actually answered this also on my IG, but I'm going to answer it here as well. My personal opinion. So I've worked with probably close to 20 games athletes, like legit top of the sport games athletes over the past 10 years. And none of them have been on steroids. Right. So like they haven't been caught taking steroids through random drug testing at semifinals, the games like regionals, whatever, you know, none of those games athletes have. And so they drug test their athletes. And so I don't really see how you can be drug tested and not fail 
and then still think people CrossFit Games athletes are on steroids. There obviously are some that are that are, and they get caught, and we know who they are. There are masking agents out there. So you take a steroid, and then you have another uh, anabolic agent that masks the ability to detect that steroid. This is out there, but they're also banned. <laughs> like a lot of masking agents are banned. And look, I'm 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 an, I was an organic chemist, you know, for you know. 15 years of my life, 10, 15 years of my life, right? I got my master's degree from Yale in organic chemistry. I made pharmaceuticals for a really long time and things like that. So I'm not going to sit here and say that there's like nothing out there that still can't mask certain types of steroids and things like that. I just, you know, I just think the possibilities are slim, like very slim, you know? I just don't think, no offense, but like, I don't think you know, games athletes are that smart to like work with a biochemist uh, that's going to help them add in the right amount of anabolic agents to their body and then mask it with this. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I just don't get it, you know? And so I, I could tell you a little bit about the games athletes that I work with. We take responsibility for making sure we do our best to try to understand what they put into their bodies. Right. And so I know that all their supplements are third party tested. I know about everything that they take. And so we create a nutrition game plan and, and we execute on it throughout the year. That's our focus, you know? And so I think that the likelihood of them being on some or anything that's banned, uh, banned substance is very unlikely. Um, so that's my take. Um, there are other opinions out there, of course, those of which that um, aren't mine. I don't really care too much about, uh, we could talk about it. You know, it's no big deal. Uh, you're entitled to obviously have your own opinion about it, but unless you have worked with games athletes or know firsthand or have data representing it, your opinion is just kind of like, oh, okay. You think, you think athletes are on steroids. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of my thought process. I could just tell you this much. I, I know our games athletes that we work with, um, they take a lot of pride of what they put into their body and to my knowledge, none of them are on any anabolic anabolic agents, um, steroids, peptide hormones, any of that stuff, right? So yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, so that's the podcast, guys. I appreciate you guys for listening. For those of you um, that don't know me or missed the introduction, my name is Justin. I'm the WAD nutritionist. I help you lose body fat, build muscle, and crush your WADs without tracking macros. If you guys want any free guides, go ahead and shoot me a DM. Say the word free guide. My team will figure out what your goals are and send them over. And if you're interested in a program, you can go ahead and click the link to schedule a call. DM us the word ready any of those options and we'll see if we can even help you we'd love to see everybody crush it in 2024 headed out to the new year so yeah team talk soon peace out